are listening to the 90 Days Later podcast with Anna Charles, episode 85. Welcome to the 90 Days Later podcast, where I show you how to stop over drinking in 90 days without missing out on life. If you're not an alcoholic, but fed up with saying yes to a drink when you mean to say no, you're in the right place. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This week is a humdinger of an episode. I'm focused on the seven words that kept me stuck in many areas of my life for years. And they sound so innocent. It is quite simply, I should be further along by now. If that's you, if you think this about your drinking or actually about any area of your life, you're going to want to listen up, strap in. Now, I get that it can be annoying when you feel like you're not getting what you want. I certainly can empathise with that, right? I'm not getting the results I want. I want them now, especially if you think you're doing the work, right? This was me for so long. I thought I'm doing all this work and nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Then I realised and I realised this when I actually did go all in on changing my drinking, that I've been living with the wanting to change feeling for so long. And in my head, that had got mixed up with the time where I'd actually been taking actual action towards my goal, right? Two different things. So I had told myself that I'd been working on this thing, on transforming my relationship with alcohol for all this time, But that was elapsed time, not actual working on my goal time. And I was telling myself all this bad stuff, therefore, about how long it was taking me. But then I had a bit of a brainwave and I found it helpful to remember and use the definitions of time and project time that we had used in the corporate world. Yes, my corporate experience coming to the fore here those project management meetings I used to go to and lead. And I really think it helps to put this in perspective. So there's a difference between what we would call duration, which is the amount of time you actually spend working on a project, and elapsed time, which is the amount of time that's passed, which is basically the calendar, right? Because it's not so much about how much time it takes to get a result, but how you use the time that determines how long it's going to take you to create the result. As in, are you actually taking action towards your result? Or, as was the case with me, are you just thinking about taking action? Now, as an example, to take this out of the drinking world, I think it helps to look at different areas of one's life. This used to happen a lot to me when I was back when I was writing my novel. Elapsed time, nine years. Duration, probably a lot, lot less. Right, so I would spend so long thinking about doing the work, about thinking about writing, thinking about creating the cover, thinking about all these things, but I wasn't actually doing anything. And there's a huge difference. This became super relevant and I started to really pay attention because I found that actually what was driving my impatience was that my brain was getting confused. I do that. I was mistaking all that time that I was spending thinking about working as actual time working. 
But then when I looked at the results I had to show for all that effort, well, of course, there wasn't much there. Of course not, because I'd just been in my head all that time. Right. But all that back and forth thing I'd done in my head had exhausted me. Then the realisation came that not only was I not as far along as I thought I should have been, but I still had to actually do all the work to create the desired result. The thought of which made me feel even further behind schedule. No wonder I felt frustrated and exhausted. So that's the first thing I'd say. Do a reality check. So is it really that you've been doing all the work towards your changing your relationship with alcohol and you have no results to show for it? Or are you in exactly the right place based on the action you have taken so far? Another way to look at it, if somebody else had done what you have done, could they expect to have achieved the same results as you have so far? But we don't do that. Hmm. We go to worst case, the worst case scenario. We're thinking things like it isn't working out. We're thinking something has gone wrong and if we could just do that thing already, we would be further along. And then we look for that one thing to prove ourselves right. Right? We look for the circumstantial proof. Look, it hasn't happened all those other times in my past. I tried this and I tried that and the other and I'm still here and still stuck. Now, this is a very normal thing to do. It's the way of the human brain. It does this for a couple of reasons. First, it just feels safer to not get our hopes up, right? So we won't feel disappointed. It's trying to protect us. But what does that way of working create? Well, it actually creates disappointment anyway, but you get that feeling now rather than later. So you can be disappointed ahead of time. The other reason it does this is it keeps us from expending any energy and giving something our all, right? Again, back to our brain is geared for survival and it wants to keep us safe and it wants to keep us, you know, basically saving and conserving our energy. The other thing this does is it helps us to give ourselves and find excuses for why we're not taking the action, Right? Well, we're not taking action that will get us the result we want and give us excuses for why we shouldn't experience the discomfort as we sit through urges, why we shouldn't be out with friends feeling awkward as they quiz us as to why we're not drinking. Right? It gives us excuses to, as to why doing those things is a really bad idea. Instead, we just get to sit and carry on doing what we're doing, carry on drinking instead, because guess what? It's not going to happen. Right? We're not going to get our result anyway. So why bother? Why bother spending any energy towards it? But here's something that truly helped me and helps me actually still today with other areas of my life where impatience rears its head and where I find myself saying I should be you know, further along by now. Yes, I do still say that to myself, even though I know all this stuff. Right. So this is what helps me is the understanding that situations are there for my growth. They're being given to me because that's what I need right then, even if I don't always recognize that in the moment. Now, with haste, I want to assure you this is not some la 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 positive thinking mantra thing. I choose to think in this way and it is a choice because it keeps me focused. It gets me out of feeling like I'm operating in quicksand. 
Now, I talk a lot about believing ahead of time that you can achieve your results, especially when it's something you haven't done before. Like you can completely transform your relationship with alcohol, even if you failed 20 times before and even if you've been drinking for 30 years or whatever, right? And this is so important because if we just gauged our ability based on what we've already achieved, we would never learn anything new. And as I heard someone once say, and I really honestly can't remember who they who they were, but whoever they were, they were very smart. They once said, if you want something you've never had, you'll have to do something you've never done. So that's one side of it, right? That whatever is going on, whatever I'm experiencing, it's something that helps to keep me focused and keep me taking action because I choose to think in that way. I also happen to believe that everything happens for a reason and that everything is happening at the right time. So this is kind of a riff on my last point. Now, there are two aspects to this. First, I choose to believe ahead of time. I just choose to believe that things work out as they are meant to. Now, there is some element of trust in this. And it also helps me that I actually have direct experience of this happening to me. And if you don't, if you don't have something like this in your life, I will let you borrow borrow this, this story that I'm about to tell you. This truly, truly happened, right? It was, it was like that scene in The Sound of Music where Maria goes to see the mother abbess and she says her piece about when a door closes, you know, somewhere a window opens. And I really, truly had that experience. There's a time about 20 years ago, I was in a job. I was fairly miserable. I really didn't want to be in the job. Things weren't going well. So I had taken action. I had applied to different jobs. But really, nothing was coming in. I wasn't getting much in the way of response, right? And then this one day, this one day I just said, that's it. <laughs> this job is making me miserable. So I left. I just handed in my note. I just quit, right? I had nothing to go to. I had no other job to go to. I just had to trust in my ability that something would turn up. And that very same afternoon, I received a written job offer. It was that same day. It was for a job I'd interviewed for a while back. I can't remember how long. It was a job I really wanted, right? In an absolutely tremendous location. It would mean a move abroad, which is what I wanted to this beautiful town with this job where I'd be earning considerably more than I was in the miserable job where I, where I, that I had left this morning. In that moment, as I held the job offer letter in my hand, yes, this was in the days before email was such a normal thing as it is today. In that instant, I truly, it truly, truly felt as though the universe was showing me the way. This was the opening of the new window as I closed the door. It still gives me shivers to think about the timing of this, right? Because I had been applying for weeks, if not months, maybe a couple of months. It's not that long, but you know, it's a good amount of time. And these two things happened on the same day. So I truly, absolutely, fundamentally believe that everything happens for a reason. But to quote another Sound of Music song, side note, yes, you would be correct in assuming it is one of my all-time favourite films. Nothing comes from nothing. You have to be willing 
to take action too. Massive action too. You have to do your bit. This is not all on the universe. I talk a lot about thoughts creating your results, but I couldn't think my way to this new dream job, right? I had to take the action of applying and interviewing. You can't think your way to drinking less. You have to actually take action too. You have to be curious, be willing to feel the discomfort, to expect and allow the urges. You have to be willing to do all the things. But knowing or believing that everything happens for a reason means that if something happens that you don't like, you didn't anticipate, you are not going to make it a problem. You just keep going. So that's the first thing, the first point there, to believe ahead of time when it comes to everything happening for a reason. Second point is, I have learned, this one took me a bit longer, I have learned to accept where I am. I have learned to be, yes, grateful for where I am. I like to think there's a lesson behind everything. In fact, that's how I've sort of come to accept where I am, right? When I'm always the one I want to be pushing forward and doing new things and being further along than I am. I look for the lessons where I am. And if ever I feel stuck, I look to see where I'm resisting my reality, where I'm resisting what's happening. Because what I have found is that the thing that I'm resisting, that's just going to carry on persisting. Right. So instead of judging myself, instead of saying, oh, this shouldn't be so hard. It shouldn't take so long. Why haven't I figured this out yet? I go to asking, well, how did I get here? What's happening here? And that's when things change. When I change, my circumstances change. I create my results. My circumstances do not create my results. And I have learned, again, this was a lesson that wasn't necessarily too quick for me, I've learned to not judge myself for where I am. Why? Because when you find a way to accept where you are, you're going to take better action from that place. You won't feel so resentful at the idea of drinking half a glass less tonight, right? You'll see it as a stepping stone along the way to your goal of either not drinking at all or, you know, being just having a glass here or there. You're going to see the idea and the ability to drink half a glass less as something to celebrate, which it is, rather than saying, well, what use is half a glass? I mean, that doesn't sound interesting at all. If you are willing to seek the lessons and accept where you are, you're going to be willing to do the work without having some story running in the back of your mind that it's not fair. Why am I having to do this? I shouldn't have to do this. How did it get so bad? That kind of pity party does not help. It can make us feel sorry for ourselves. But please do not confuse that with being compassionate to yourself. We do not want to be indulging in these thoughts that just keep us stuck and keep us actually going to make us take us further away if we're thinking I should be further along by now. We just want to be accepting where we are, believing in what's possible and taking action. Whenever I do this, whenever I switch into this approach, and as I said, you know, I I have to deal with I should be further along by now in all areas of my life, or in different areas of my life at least, not drinking anymore. Whenever I do this, I see it was the fear that was driving my belief that or my assessment that I should be further along by now. But I can drop that fear. I can just drop it when I lean into the idea that things come to me 
when they're meant to come to me. And I'm not talking here about some woo-woo approach, but more that the idea that it's all going to plan because the plan itself is to not be perfect, right? The plan is for not everything to be easy. The plan is actually to fail and to be willing to fail and to be able, willing to learn from failure, right? The plan is for you to gain awareness, to understand what you're making it mean when you say, when you think I'm the only one at the event who's not going to be drinking, to understand what you're making it mean when you say no to a drink, right? What are you making that mean about you and about where you want to be? And you get to do that by dropping any notion that there's somewhere this perfect way forward and that that's the only right way. And this is similar actually to my just not going in for the sober or nothing approach that you will find a lot in the alcohol reduction world, right? There are people who believe that, that sober is the only way if you have any kind of struggle with alcohol and people who want that for themselves, you know, that's great. I don't want to stop that. I have no complaint about that. But I trust my clients to know their own minds and whether that means stopping entirely or just drinking at the weekends or having a glass here or there, there is no perfect end result. Just as there's equally no perfect way forward. I used this approach daily to transform my relationship with drinking, but I use it in any area of my life where I'm growing, I'm working things out, you know, it applies across everything. And you can apply that across everything too. It's kind of phenomenal. For instance, as I build my coaching business, like I've said many times on the podcast, I never in a million years imagined that I'd be doing this. I mean, I knew nothing about social media before I started 90 days later, absolutely nothing, right? A new email and that was it. (laughs) But my lack of social media knowledge, that was the tip of it. But I knew I had something to offer people. I wanted people to have what I didn't have when I was changing my relationship to alcohol. I wanted them to know that they don't need to feel so alone or hopeless or, you know, they don't want to have to share what they're doing. They don't want to share what they're doing with friends and families because they'll be judged, right? I don't want to have to feel so alone in all that stuff. So serving those clients, coming on the podcast to help each of you is the thing that matters. And because of all of that, because that's the thing that matters, I am willing to treat myself with more compassion and be willing to just keep on feeling all the discomfort and not letting it put me off, right? Looking for the lessons, accepting where I am and believing ahead of time instead of thinking, well, I should just be further along by now. Now, as I said a bit earlier, that does happen for me to time, from time to time. I will find myself thinking, oh my goodness, why am I not further along? I'm human, but I don't let that thought be the thing that drives me. These days, I'm much more highly tuned to it. I notice it, acknowledge it and move on. I don't really even miss a beat. Okay, it's there again. Fine, it'll go. And you can too. You can do this too. The future you want for yourself and the steps you're taking towards that, keep going with that. Keep focused on what you want keep focused on the thoughts and actions and the things that are going to get you to where you want to be, right? Worrying that you should be further along by now. I mean, what role does that play? And here's why it matters so much. If you let yourself think, if I had let myself think on repeat, I should be further along by now. That is an absolute bedfellow of why haven't I achieved the result yet? And that will make you more than ever want to quit, because you'll just feel 
hopeless and you'll feel there is no point. At least that was my experience. So I really want to share the importance that comes from this knowing, from this faith. It's going to happen no matter what. It doesn't matter what the timeline is, in fact, because it's going to happen. I'm going to achieve my goal. If you put conditions on your timeline, you want to hurry things up, hurry yourself along. You don't truly feel worthy because it has to happen by then or you're going to make that mean something about yourself. Right? That isn't going to open you up to having the universe help you out. So I want you to focus on opening up timelines and feeling determined that it is going to happen no matter what. I love those three words, by the way. I'm going to do it no matter what really pumps me up. Because when you have this drive and this determination, that's when the magic happens. That's when you'll get what you want because you are in that place. You are taking the right action. You don't actually need to worry or to stress thinking, will it happen or won't it happen? Because it is actually happening in that moment. One final point. I'm not going to say enjoy the journey. I know that can feel so trite. And if you are in the midst of all the urges and all the discomfort and everyone's saying, what on earth are you doing? I know that's a squidgily horrible place. It can feel like. But how often have you done this? How often have you looked back at the struggle, any struggle in your life, to what brought you to where you are now? And you've said, well, that actually wasn't so bad. Yeah, it might have felt bad in the moment, but it really wasn't all that. And maybe you can see how it all made sense, right? And how everything just kind of lined up in the way it needed to. And that maybe you can even think, well, if it hadn't happened that way, you wouldn't be where you needed to be, right? That's that's how your life panned out. That's how what you created for your life. And that's what created you to where you are now. And then I want you to consider that's happening for you live, right? With your drinking right now. All you have to do is lean in, believe in yourself, take massive action and your results are inevitable. Inevitable. I talk about that a lot with my clients. We do the work, we do the mindset. Our results are inevitable. They really are. I truly, utterly believe that. And on that subject, if you are listening to this because you want help to drink less, I help people like you drink less. I am your solution. Stop saying you should be further along by now and start taking massive action instead. And here's your first step. Book your initial free call with me. We'll discuss where you are, where you want to be, and I will build for you on the call the exact plan to get you there. You will, in that moment, be no longer confused. You will stop saying You should be further along by now as well because you will know that none of that matters. You'll know that you're in the right place and you will have the plan to get you there. And I will get you there. I promise. So go to 90dayslater.co to book that call. Do it today. Go on, back yourself. Thanks for listening and I will see you next week. If you like what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take the work further and achieve total freedom around alcohol, let's talk. I help my clients stop reaching for that first glass of wine the moment 6pm rolls around and they don't miss out on life. And we do it in 90 days. 
the effect is permanent. Email me for more information on anna at 90dayslater.co. And if you did enjoy the show, I'd really appreciate if you'd leave a rating and review to help others find the 90 Days Later podcast.